Hello everyone and welcome back to Ring Post Radio. After a long seven month hiatus, we're finally back and we're better than ever before. Our sound quality is a little bit better as you can probably hear, and we're even going to have guests on this time, such as the man you're going to hear from in a minute. We're also going to be on all major podcast players as well this year, so please check us out on Spotify and iTunes in the coming weeks. But now, to introduce today's guest. A new wrestling company is starting its journey this weekend in the steel city of Sheffield, and that's Breed Pro Wrestling. We have one of the owners today, Mitch, in the studio to discuss why they've set Breed Pro up, what they're hoping to achieve, and a little bit more too. Now on to the interview. So Mitch, you're in the studio with us right now. How are you feeling? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, man. How are you? I'm not too bad. Not too bad. Good to have you here. Um, first things first, um, why did you start the company? What was the? F- why did you really want to start Breed? Ooh. So... Uh... So for the last few years, I've been watching pro wrestling, watching going out country, watching independent pro wrestling. I've, I've just been going to like places like Attack Pro Wrestling Cardiff and going out to Wolverhampton to watch Fight Club and going to all these amazing places and watching these rest, wrestling shows. And me and my mates used to go and we used to come back and be like, oh, why, is, why have we ain't got nothing like this in Sheffield? <laughs> why has nothing going up like this in Sheffield? Well, because there there's always shows like you'll have progress down like once a year and you'll have Southside yeah. every couple of months, but they're never properly promoted here. They're never really like a proper show. No, you, you, there's a couple of good trainee schools and a couple of good promotions like EBW, which paved the way for a lot of good wrestlers to, to move and grow on. But there's nothing really... Nothing really every single month, and nothing really concrete in Sheffield like Southside. I've been to a lot of Southside shows, and they have their uh, they have the stories and they have the, the matches. But the the main part of Southside is happens in in the Midlands, and then Progress. They have they have some amazing shows. I've seen some amazing matches in Progress, but the the main things in Progress happen down in London, and it's, there's nothing concrete in Sheffield. So. I feel like they're all like they don't ever like promote them around Sheffield either. Like they're not they don't they sort of just like pass through and that's it. They're done. Yeah. They're not really like centered around Sheffield and want to come really. It's just like oh we can come for a different market and then leave again. It's it's hard. <laughs> I'm from Sheffield and I found it very easy to promote in Sheffield because I know where to promote. Exactly. If 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 I if someone says, if I were going to a show in Manchester, uh, it'd be hard. It, you'd go social media route, but actually getting into the community and knocking on the doors and knowing what areas to target you, you need that local knowledge to um to really bang on them doors um so let's talk a little bit on the card and the premise of the yeah. show so it's uh, this sunday the abadale picture house uh, sunday night yeet starts off breeds uh, breeds journey really yeah. uh big the biggest part of the night is the uh, eight-man tournament for the pro uh, the pro championship yeah. so you've got a lot of different names in there and there's some that i'd never really heard of before so there's such as bino um, and there's also people like Danny Jones I'd never really heard of. What was the um, decision in picking the names that you were going to put in the tournament? Yeah, so we'll, we'll run through them. So we'll go, we'll go with Bino first. I, um, I've seen a few good matches with Bino. The, the main one what stood out for me, he fought Mark Askins in his, uh, in hometown, his hometown promotion. Yeah. And he, did, he, did, he had him in an Ironman match. And I just, oh, gosh. Yeah, and he was, he was really good. And he, he's a, he connects with audiences. And that's a, that's a unique trait to have. So... If you connect with Owens in down in down in Bristol, where he's from, he can bring it up here. And I think he can connect with people here. He's, he's engaging. That's why I like Danny Jones. Sorry, that's why I like Bino. I think there was when I first saw it because obviously I know I know names like Lucky Kid and Chris Ridgeway, TK Cooper, Fantasmo. I've met a few of them, um, and they're all great guys. They're amazing in the ring, but they were like they were the standout names. And then I was like, well, who's who's Danny Jones? Who's Spike Trevitt? Like I feel like I'm, this is almost a disservice to myself as a yeah. wrestling fan not knowing who these guys are. Yeah. And I feel like this is why it's going to be so good having these big names because you've got all of the matches. The way you've drawn them out of the bread, it's really a <laughs> it, you've really done well here because you've got 
almost a big name versus a smaller name in every single match. Yeah. Obviously, this wasn't the intention. You drew them out randomly. But um, what, what match do you reckon is going to steal the show out of those ones? Ooh. It's all, all about taste, isn't it? It's all about taste. Um, well, what, what's a great wrestling match to you then? Let's start, let's start with that. So, I think Mambo and ELP can tear it up. I think them two have got good chemistry. I think, I think I'm looking forward to that match. Uh, Danny Danny Jones and Chris Ridgeway. That wasn't the the match to intend. It was Danny Jones versus Wild Boar, and then Wild Boar had to had to, had to leave, and we got Chris Ridgeway in, and that just escalated the the match because they them two had a match down in Dragon Pro in, in the trainee, and it was a a real clinic of a wrestling match. So them two them two's got a potential to steal the show. Then you've got Spike Trevay and um, Lucky Kid. That's, Opposites attract. They really do. <laughs> You've literally got one person who's from one end of the spectrum to the other. Actually, that could be a real amazing match. And you got TK and Bino. What's the sleeper of the of the tournament? Because them yeah. two need to win. Them two need to do something for the wrestling careers to uh, progress. And that could be a sleeper match. Well, I was thinking the same thing because I, I used to hear a lot about TK Cooper a few years back when he was teaming with Travis Banks, and then as soon as uh, as soon as Banks split off to go singles, TK sort of like sloped down a little bit almost. Um, and didn't get the promotion that Banks did. So I feel like this, if he wins, if he wins at the weekend, could really change his career, on, couldn't it? Good. He's, he's, um, I love TK Cooper, but he got that injury, and that injury took a lot out of him, and the, the momentum slided a bit. And who knows? Who knows? Eh? It's going to be very interesting. Um, I want to touch as well about the uh, women of steel. So we've got yeah. a fatal four way to start the night. We've got uh, Eliza Rue, Shax, Candy Floss, and Jaden. Four women I don't really know anything about. Can you share some wisdom on people that might not know a bit about them? Yeah, so we've got Eliza Rue, who's she's from Lincoln, and uh, she's she's up and coming, and she's she's got a chance to break out this year, and uh, I'm I'm excited to to watch her. We've got Shax, who um, not a lot of people, not only people know this, but Shax from Sheffield. Okay. So the Woman of Steel tournament, it's a tournament aimed at Sheffield from Sheffield, and she can she can uh, pull it out of the bag to pull it out for Sheffield, and then we've got Jade, who's yeah, Jade's uh, she's she's done a lot in Southside. I've seen a lot in Southside, a lot, and I've seen a lot in Hope. And she's she's one from the Midlands. And she's she's coming up for it. And you've also, uh, got Candy Floss as well. Yeah, and Candy Floss. Uh, a lot of people know a lot about Candy Floss. She's done a lot of stuff at WWE, and uh, she's she's probably the favourite. She's probably the most well known out of the four. And yeah, it's 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 a it's a you struggle to pick them. I think I think it's it's four women on a level level playing field, and it, it's a tough one to pick. Well, how I want to like, talk about the women a bit more. Um, so, why was the name so important to you to call it Women of Steel? Yeah, so Sheffield is really. It's, when I was thinking about how I can, I can market this promotion, how I can, how I can portray what, what I wanted to do, I, you've got to stick true to yourself, aren't you? And you can probably, especially on a podcast, you can listen to me and you can see I, I'm Sheffield as they come. I've got a big, big, thick Sheffield accent. And and there's not, like I said, there's not the, the, the reasons for us building the promotion was the fact that there's not much going off in Sheffield there's a couple of promotions here and there so I thought you know what let's just strike heart in the community and let's just let's just put the we'll talk about the belt later but let's just put it on the belt and let's just call the women's division the woman of steel but we'll talk about the, the woman of steel is a, a big statue in Sheffield and in World War One and World War Two, it was a hundred years ago but the, all the men went to war and all the women were left in Sheffield to fend for themselves and they had to keep all the industries going and keep all the supermarkets going, keep everything going in Sheffield and it's just like a statue to uh, say thank you to the women of the 1920s to the 1940s what kept things afloat while the men were going to war 
I know in this day and age it'd be different and everyone had go to war wanted to go to war but it were different 100 years ago weren't it so this is just like a a way to call us a title and link it into the strength of women as well as that um I'm quite excited for the match as well and I'm excited to lead him forward uh, through Never Fight a Man with a Perm to see how well it goes and how well the title builds. Um, how big are the plans for the division? Is it going to be, are they able, are they going to be able to main event the shows? Are they going to be able to lead, lead Breed potentially into a, into what could be a very uh, exciting future? 100%. I'm more, I'm more than confident that any, any match can main event a show and if it's a woman's title match, yeah, 100%, that could definitely main event, especially with the, the woman of steel connotations and the the brand we've built around it. Yeah. Well, talking about championships, you are re- there's been a big uh, social media campaign you've done about the about the building of the belt. Yeah. How long did the process take? Where did it get done? How happy are you with the result? Yeah. So me and my, my mates who have put this together, we had a budget for the show. We're, we're not millionaires. <laughs> we're not we're not rich. We're, we're just four usual four average people who's put a, the put a wrestling promotions together. So we had, we had a budget and we approached a, a belt maker in the UK and asked how much it would cost to make this belt and we, we, it was the exact same design that we've we've got at the minute and they were like yeah it'll cost it, it was plus four digits it was a lot of money oh gosh and we were like oh we can't afford that so we looked at the various other options and uh, we got in touch with someone from Hope Wrestling it was linked with Hope Wrestling and uh, he put us in contact with the guy who, who made the belt. He's called Saad Magal. His company's called SM Belts, and he's from Pakistan. And he's done an amazing job. And it was a it was a bit less than the four digits plus that got uh, got quoted. Well, I've seen the belt. I've held the belt. I've got yeah. a profile picture on <laughs> on Twitter with it. I love it. Yes. Um, how important was it for you to have, to keep the Sheffield coat of arms to have uh, the positive mental attitude on the top of the belt? How important was that for you when you're building the championship? Yeah. So we'll start with a coat of arms. It was a. Uh, Mark, who was not here today, he he was the one who came up with the coat of arms, and he we we, we all worked together. Us four guys, we all worked together. We all worked for we're not I'm not saying what supermarket, but we all worked for a supermarket, and we all uh, spend seventy five percent of our time in that supermarket talking about professional wrestling. <laughs> it's a daft one, but he was like, "I've got a great idea for a bill," and I'm like, "Oh, what's what's your idea?" And he was like, "Sheffield coat of arms on on side plates." I'm like, "Yeah, I like that." So we looked into it and he wanted the whole Sheffield coat of arms and you can Google the whole Sheffield coat of arms and I didn't fancy explaining that to as good as he is, Sard McGall, how to draw that. <laughs> so I was like, let's get the emblem, the emblem of Sheffield coat of arms because that's a bit territorial and a bit Sheffield. We'll get that on there. And uh, so the Sheffield coat of arms was that and that was just a way to um, put a stamp on what we want to achieve and what we want to um, appeal to and it's what, what, what we are from Sheffield. And then, again, we all work... I'm going to throw my, my employees under the bus here. We all work for a supermarket, <laughs> and there's a lot of negativity. Yeah, and, and of it all walks of life, but especially in this supermarket. And we were like, let's just, we need a positive mental attitude, PMA. And that was, that's our slogan when we're working every single day together. And it's also... It's, it can relate to all sorts of walks of life. It can relate to wrestling. It can relate to your employer. It can relate to when you go to the gym. It's just... Positivity. If you, if I think, if you lead a positive mental life, you've got um, a better chance of succeeding or whatever you do. I think some of the names as well in the tournament definitely uh, show that and have that uh, mentality. I mean, people like Lucky Kid. I mean, he seems like one of the happiest guys I've ever seen. Oh, he's so I engaging. Think, I can't wait to meet him. Um, 
so as well as this, I kind of want to talk to you about how how you're going to run Breed. Like, what are your what are your main focus is now you're going to run the com- like run a company finally. Like, you've t- spoken about it with all your friends for years, and now you're finally going to do it. What are you going to do to stand out from the crowd and be almost different to what's out there now? Yeah, it's it's the best and the worst time to ever <laughs> launch a professional wrestling yeah. company in Britain because it's so hot, but there's so many people at it, so you've got to stand out from the crowd and. When I were listing names, I wanted to. Re- this was back in October. I were listing names of what I wanted to wrestle in my company, and I'm like, I want this guy, I want this guy, and the top of the list were more than hype. They're the, they're the guys what I just saw so much potential in, and they were no, but not nobody's, but they were they were just coming up in October, and they've exploded now. They're they're in North, they're in a couple of other promotions, and I think by the end of this year, everyone will talk about them, and it's just getting people who are ready to blow, ready to see people just watch a lot of wrestling and see people who we want. We want to build a company around and get them before they blow, and that's that. They're the type of people that we want. So the Molden hypes, the lucky kids, the Chris Ridgeways, who's just ready to go. It's, yeah. Well, I feel I feel like because a lot of the a lot of the UK promotions that were around uh, like two or three years ago were always just using old WWE names when they're mm-hmm. on like an England tour, just to try and get people to buy their tickets. So I'm really like. As a fan, it's quite nice to see you not really looking for any like ex WWE stars to start with, and you're just trying to build up. Um, especially with the, um, you've got the new breed tournament as well, which starts. So you've got Connor Mills versus uh, Maverick Mayhem and Amari versus Alec Ma- uh, Michaels. Is it? Yeah, it's, it's Michaels. Michaels. Yeah, he spelled it weird, isn't it? Snazzy guy. Yeah. Um, no, so I, I quite like how you, you're focusing a lot on the young talent. What is, it, uh, is this just going to be a one night tournament, or is it going to lead further down the line as well? Yeah. So the new breed is. It's an eight-man tournament, but it's going to take over five shows, so it's going to be different rounds in different shows. So it should come to a conclusion in June. Okay. So the idea of the new breed. So when I first had the idea to launch a promotion, I'm going to turn it 360, yeah. So when I first had the idea to launch a promotion, I was looking at venues, and I was just... My idea was what can I what can I do to stand out from what can I do to be different and what can I do to have a have a niche because there's a lot going off at the minute and my idea was to have a promotion where I have an age limit of 25 and I just thought I'm going to call it New Breed my promotion called New Breed and I'm going to find small venues and that's going to be my promotion so I was walking around Sheffield and contacting lots of little different venues and I wanted a little warehouse and there's a company in Sheffield called Cads which looks after warehouses in Sheffield and they, like, they turn into music venues and they have like limits of like two to three hundred people really small places so I contacted CADS and I says oh, I've got this promotion called New Breed Wrestling and I want to hire a, a venue and it's going to be aimed at under 25 year old wrestlers and then they showed me they have a little picture house and they were like do you want this and I'm like oh this does look amazing and then they show me the price and they show me how many seats it holds it holds like 400 people and I'm like oh, I love this venue but you're not going to fill it with new breed. That, that that brand wouldn't fit in this venue. So that's when I extended it to the breed wrestling. And uh, so, but I wanted to incorporate new breed into the promotion anyway. So we, we carried on with it where we would have an age limit. We'd have a division for the next future of, of professional wrestling. So it's a really cool idea because I feel like a lot of the UK promotions do really to rely on heavily, like already promoted talent. They don't really focus on the new up and comers. And then once they're getting big, they'll start to use them more. I'm not going to name any names there to sort of expose people, but mm. I feel like it happens quite a lot with UK wrestling. Yeah. It's like, there will be some, there'll be a big name from WWE that's dropped, that's left for, for many reasons. And as soon as they've left within like three months, they're everywhere in the UK, just doing any show anywhere for like 10 people yeah. just to sell seats. Yeah. 
Um, so I feel like it's really cool to see a lot of new talent because especially because I've never heard of any four of the guys. So that was really cool to see. Can obviously, I, four. Can I just say if you've never heard of them, if you've got Progress on Demand, find Mills vs Mayu. They've wrestled before at Progress, and they had a it, it, there's a, an app called the Grapple app. And if you go on the Grapple app, it's got like four point seven five stars. It's the closest thing you'll find on independent wrestling to a five star. It's unbelievable. Just go and find that match. And that was the last time they wrestled. Just go and find that match. I feel like I'm now. I feel like I need to do my homework now before, <laughs> yeah. before the weekend. If you're not a, if you're not subscribed, I'll give you my login details. Just watch it. Get in. <laughs> um, well, I think as well because there was there was things I wanted to talk to you about about, about more like um, about like how Majid got to the show. Like, I, we'll touch on this now quickly. Yeah. How did Majid get in the show? Well, how is he going to be partnering with Lucky Kid? <laughs> this is the, it was one of the most bizarre things yeah. I'd ever seen. Uh, so, uh, I feel like I, I follow the same kind of philosophies as Majid. I like Majid. He's a, he, so do I. Yeah, he's a very cool guy. He's a cool guy, and he's got good beliefs. And uh, I just basically. I saw him in town and I just showed, got my phone out and showed him the pictures and showed him that we were a couple of young guys trying to get a, something together in Sheffield and I told him stories about how we go to all these different cities and watch wrestling in different places and he's a very proud Sheffield person, he, love, he loves Sheffield and you can tell that way he talks and we just said, oh, we want to build this that kind of thing but in Sheffield and he was like, oh, I'll, I'll help you out guys, whatever you need, I'll help you out and we were like, oh, can we meet you at City Hall and we'll explain, oh, sorry, Town Hall and we'll explain what we want to do then we went there and we explained what we wanted to do and that we could I wanted him to present the trophy or the, the, the belt on the night and he were like <laughs> you were like I'll wrestle for it and I'm just like you, you can't wrestle Majid no I feel like we send him for one of these training schools <laughs> next month we can get him there the, <laughs> we're in November we could have got him halfway there yeah so, but he uh, he agreed to come down and, and then he started talking about how he, he moved to Britain in the late 90s and one of the things that made him speak better English because he thought he from a country that didn't speak English, it's not his first language, was the rock promos. And he first, oh my gosh, yeah, he was like, I, I watched the rock and I got engaged with the rock, and he, he brought me into it. And I think he fell off a bit after the, the attitude yeah. era and the, the rock era, but yeah, he's um, he's, he's, he's he can hold a conversation about wrestling. He's actually he's called the Magic Majid because uh, he used to do MMA. You're kidding me. No, he did MMA. He used to be an MMA wrestler. I feel like I need to find footage of this now somewhere. And he was called the Submission Magician. And that's why it's called Magic Majid. Everything's now linking into yeah. place, isn't it? <laughs> so he's using his MMA fighting name to uh, be the mayor of Sheffield. That's brilliant. I feel like it, I feel like it's going to be very weird seeing him in a, in, in a wrestling <laughs> ring. <laughs> and I feel like I don't know how I'm going to react to seeing him by Lucky Kid's side. I feel like it's going to be a very weird experience. Well, Lucky, but, Lucky Kid's everything, what he stands for. It's like he's... he's yeah, they're, they're going to be good friends, I think. As well as that on the night, you've also got uh, your first Trades Invitational with the Anti-Fun Police versus More Than Hype. Now, I've not seen much of More Than Hype as you've been bigging them up a lot, but uh, I've met No Fun Done. He's a brilliant guy. He's great in the ring. Um, so for me, it was obviously just like, oh, it's just going to be a one-way sort of match between uh, between this and Anti-Fun Police are going to destroy them. But what's so special about the trios? Why have you chosen trios and not a stereotypical tag team? Yes. So we put on an emblem and it's, we're a different breed and we want to be a bit different. So we, we were brainstorming how we can be different. And it just so happens that my favourite my favorite group is more than hype who are a trio. So I'm like, let's just go for trios. Let's just let's just get the best trios around and then just let's put them together and make some amazing matches. I'm very excited to see them. Now. You've really hyped you've really hyped them up to their name at yeah. least. <laughs> um, I'd like to also talk about how the fact that so like next month, 
um, you're not going to be at the picture house. You're going to be at Sheffield City, uh, Sheffield City Hall, Memorial Hall. Because um, was there a double booking or something with that picture house? So the my connection with the picture house, the the, cad, the guy from Cads, he was away, and I basically said we 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 want to run every month, and we'll run on the second Sunday of every month. So we we arranged these second Sunday every month. We'll we'll go for it. And he went, yeah, that's fine. Just give me a nod, and then we'll we'll book you in. So I texted him, and I was like, oh, I've got a, a show in March. Should we go for March? And then he was like, yeah. But when I looked at it, I saw that the uh, the March date was Paddy's Day. And I wanted to do a show on Paddy's Day because I wanted to get all the Irish talent over because I'm, I'm an OTT mark. So I, we, we, I forgot to put that we're on Paddy's Day on 17th, which is the third Sunday on mm-hmm. March. So we were like, yeah, that, that's, that's Sunday, March. It's good to go. We've got nothing booked for March. But it turned out that they also had a, a cinema book, so... Because they obviously they do they do like a film festival there. Yeah. So we, it, it told us the day after and says, ah, oh, we have double booked. We've double booked it. We've got it, we've crossed our wires, and then he put us in contact with City Hall. So I feel like it's almost uh, stacked the pressure on you now to sort of deliver because you've got the first show and the, the, as soon as the sec, as soon as this is done, all the hype's going to go into the second show yeah. next month. How how are you dealing with the pressure? How are you like how are you planning to make this show a big success? It's all about believing the people that's on the that's going into the ring, you know. We've we've done our part. We've um, we've 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 hyped the shows up. We've we've booked the right talent. We feel, and it's up for the talent, and it's up for ourselves. And it's up for the crowds, and it's up for everything. Everything just to come together and create something special. And so far, so good. And I'm thinking, I'm hoping it carries on. Well, I'm next month as well. You're bringing a lot of international flair to the to the comp, uh, to the company. You've got Sugar Dunkerton coming in. You've got Elijah Dragon uh, Dragonov coming in. How key is this? How key do you reckon that these big names are going to be to help him make Sheffield a bit of a wrestling hub, like you've got, for example, Wolverhampton with with Fire Pro? Like, how how do you reckon you're going to do this? Yeah. So, there's, I say we get we get the the March show is definitely there's not many there's not many be a thumb round here on it that we no. I've I've been going on Ryanair.com and on, going on Skyscanner and finding all the cheapest flights possible to get everyone in, and it's uh, it's definitely a. It's, it's going to be a di- different show. And we've sold a lot of tickets already. We're, we're, we're going okay. And people are excited for it. It's, um, we'll start, we'll start at the top of the card. You know, you've got Ilya Dragunov. It's Ilya Dragunov is an absolute superstar. I mean, that was why I wanted to buy the ticket alone. I was like, yeah. well, that's, he may, he may be going away in a few months. So yeah. we never know. He's that good of a talent. Yeah. So, I mean, it was like, it could be a once in a lifetime yeah. opportunity to see him somewhere. I don't, I don't want to big, I don't want to, promise something that can't deliver but he's literally I spoke to him today because he's pulled out of a few shows because it connects with the WWE show on the at the end of February and I said are oh, you going to be alright for this show and he, he literally told me it's, it's his, at the minute it's his last independent booking for the for his time in the indies oh, so gosh. it probably it'll probably turn there's, there's a lot of companies that are still booking and a lot of companies that I can work for whilst in WWE NXT UK but he's, he's going to be there and yeah, he's he's one of my favorite guys. He's one of my favorite wrestlers. He's, he's awesome. So I'm a big uh, I'm a big Rudre fan, so yeah. I'm sort of leaning the other way. Yeah, but it's gonna be well, a fifty fifty because it's, it's, it's two guys who love a strong fight, and Ridgeway is he's, a, he's he's ready to break. And yeah. so you've also got you've got uh, Sugar Dunkerton coming as well. Yeah. Um, as well as that, you've also got um, is it Jack Sexsmith? Is Jack Sexsmith coming? I've got to be careful here. not not <laughs> not explain what. I'm not gonna break it to the matches that we've got planned out for. So You've not. That, I just saw those names on Facebook. It yeah, was all I was. We've not called this matches yet. They're ready to come out on the 12th. 
Eleven four twelve. We'll announce them next week after the. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So we got a, I got a bit of wait. I got to wait for a little bit. Yeah. Well, I feel I feel like finally I'm going to end this with this. Um, obviously, Breed's first show is going to be this weekend on Sunday at the Aberdeer Picture House. Um, where do you want to see Breed be in a year's time? A year's time. A year's time, five years time. Do you hope? It, obviously, it's, well, obviously, we all hope it's still going to be around. We yeah. Hope it's still going to be kicking and kicking so and fighting. But we've sold three hundred tickets for sure. One. If a year's time, if we've sold three hundred tickets for, for this time next year, we're still selling three hundred people. We're going we're to be happy with our heads. So we'll keep plugging away. Just keep uh, giving the city of Sheffield some good wrestling, and just keep keep plodding on. We don't. We ain't got big aspirations. We've all got jobs. We've, we've, this isn't our job. This is a hobby. And if we can, if we can, if we can sell out big venues and go to the likes of the city hall, the main room, and the auto academy, and do something special, then that's a bonus. But at the minute, we're just happy to just keep plodding on, just keep doing what we're doing. Uh, well, so this Sunday we've got the uh, Abbey Pitch House. We've got Sunday night yeet starts at two p.m. Is it? So yeah, so doors open at yeah, two p.m. So, no, I research you. Well done. I try my hardest. Um, <laughs> yeah, starts two pm. T- is there any tickets left? There's f- at the minute. There's like forty something tickets left, so they might they might go. They might, might go. they might go. Well, if that is the case, I hope well, you won't be there. If that's the case, mm. uh, month afterwards you've got uh, Never Fight a Man with a Perm at Sheffield City Hall uh, on St Paddy's Day. How much about, how much tickets for both events? So the the City Hall one, there's 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 a few. There's, you you won't struggle to get a seat, but we're selling tickets on Sunday for the City Hall show. Literally got them in the bag. <laughs> I'm speeding for the city, but we've got the tickets, and uh, they are from fifteen pound up to twenty pounds, and then yeah, we've got about two hundred and fifty them left. Interesting. So hopefully we'll see some of you there. Yeah. Uh, you've been Mitch from Breed Pro Wrestling. Anything else you'd like to plug? All the social media accounts. Yeah, so we're on we're on Instagram at Breed Pro Wrestling. We're on Facebook at Breed Wrestling, and we're on Twitter at Breed Wrestling. We're on Snapchat, but I ain't got a clue how to work Snapchat, so that, that I'll give you some tips on that, don't worry. <laughs> don't worry about that. I don't know Snapchat. We need to hire, we'll hire you, you can, you can run our Snapchat. Get in. Um, New jobs every day for yeah. me. <laughs> so we're on Snapchat. We're on Bebo at uh, bebo.com forward slash breed pro wrestling. We're on MySpace at myspace.com forward slash wrestling. I'm so excited to go and follow you on Bebo <laughs> and MySpace right now. Uh, thanks, thanks for coming to the studio, Mitch. All right, thank you. That was the lovely Mitch who was uh, down here to talk about Breed Pro Wrestling and their show this Sunday night at the Abbeydale Picture House, which is Sunday Night Yeet. It opens at 2 o'clock, show starts at 3. It's going to be running all afternoon, so I hope to see a lot of you there. If you can't make it though, make sure you come to Sheffield City Hall the month after for Never Fight a Man with a Perm, a lot bigger event. Can't wait to see that. Can't wait to see what happens with Dragonov versus Ridgeway. It's going to be really exciting to see what's going to happen there. Um... I'm more of a show on a show notice as well. Hopefully now we're going to be back every single week like we used to be. Um, it's been really unfortunate for the last few months that we've not been able to get, uh, not been able to put it out in uh, as such frequent of a capacity. That's sort of that's all on me uh, holding my hands up here. Uh, there's been a lot going on, and I've moved to uni now, and I'm doing a lot of different stuff. So now we're back. Now I'm uh, doing things the way I used to be doing. I've got my own studio now, and I can do this properly. Um, as you can hear by the quality being a lot better, the quality before was dreadful. Um, it's just a really interesting time for for the for the, the show really. Um, this will hopefully be every week, like I've said, and hopefully I'm going to get Mitch back uh, after every Breed Pro Wrestling show, and we'll have a bit of a discussion about the show, what we're looking forward to the next show, and things like that. So uh, I've been Adam Westwood, and I'll see you next week for the next Ring Post. <laughs>